1: You are now listening to Foul Territory. Welcome to the show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. scotty braun eric kratz clint pasillas who used to be lead editor at dodger nation you might know him from si and covering this dodger team for a long time dodger analyst joining us right off the jump here for FT live breaking news do you think that music that we played Clint right off the jump is playing somewhere at some rich dodger executive's place and he's like popping bottles as if they won a world series just now because they did financially just win the world series entity a- on the field coming up how you doing dude i am doing uh
3: fantastic uh you know it's been a while since as a Dodger fan, you felt like we've won an off season, but you didn't lose it today. I mean, they are partying. That somebody's on their their mega you know mansion yacht or whatever rich people have. I don't know, I'm not one of them, but they are turning up, as the kids say. What a day. <laughs> what a day. It's lit. It's lit. It
1: is. It is. Uh, immediately getting a question when do you think the intro press conference will be? Well, the announcement comes at 2 p.m. on a Saturday, so maybe like 2 a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this
3: team, uh, they take their time. We're already, we haven't heard anything about the Joe Kelly move yet, and that happened a week or so ago. The, the 40-man roster is currently full, so they're going to need to swing some moves. Andrew Friedman does not sleep. This team is not done. And I'll give some love to Brandon Gomes as well. Congrats to uh, uh, the the coup of the offseason. Yeah, you had to pay up. But um, I don't anticipate this. Just knowing the team, being involved uh, and around the team for so long, I don't anticipate this being uh, officially announced until – Maybe next week, uh, mid-next week. Definitely before Christmas, before the holidays and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they they really need to try to advance this. But they're working on some trades. Hey, you know, when's Corbin Burns coming to L.A. and all that kind of stuff? they got to clear some roster space. And uh,
2: then the party will begin. You think they didn't announce the Joe Kelly trade or the Joe Kelly signing because they were saving Shohei's number so that he could – so he didn't have to buy it from Joe? I'm I'm
3: not sure if you guys uh well, apparently they had a conversation with Joe Kelly's camp about potentially being open to surrendering 17 for an all time great player. Uh, reports say he's more than welcome. But I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to uh Joe Kelly's wife, Ashley online uh on instagram she's had a full-blown campaign over the last two days saying everything that she owns that says kelly and 17 it's all part of the shohei fan club they were ready uh they're all about um getting shohei to la so i I think i think uh the dodgers are being smart saving kelly a a couple of bucks but uh, either way they're they're pretty happy to to help him in some other way
1: gets to keep his job too because you know he said eight words about the whole process and hey ken rosenthal knows what's going on inside the sport better than everyone and even he was saying you know there had to be some clarifications behind the scenes i think everyone was just walking on eggshells so nervous until this news actually comes out right and the decisions made and i'm not just talking about over the last few days over the last few weeks i'm talking about over the last at least year plus right i know a lot of dodger fans um freaked out and just baseball fans in general yesterday when we had some fake news flying around and it started to lead people to think that Otani might actually sign with the Blue Jays. But is it weird when you follow a story for a long time? I, I called it a heavy favorite, right? Like a 30, 40, 50 point favorite. And then you win by 70, right? You signed him, you got him. You know? Like you're, you're anticipating this and then <laughs> what if he signed elsewhere? But no, it didn't happen. The Dodgers made the most sense and what made sense actually happened.
3: Yeah. Uh, this is what Dodger fans had been conditioned to show. Hay's coming show. Hay's coming. This is what's going to happen. Just where, you know, they're not going all in on Garrett Cole. They're not going to get on, on Anthony Rendon. They're not going to do all these moves then. And, you know, whoever the big names were last year, Aaron judge, um, we're we are waiting for show a it's going to come just just be patient and uh finally getting that reward uh it's it's impressive i, I will note um obviously my my former colleagues were the, the ones that kind of you know broke the the story there uh show hey to the blue jays um i just want to put out i had nothing to do with that i've i've been i've been gone for the last month from that and you know i'm about to start up my own stuff so appreciate the the kind of soft landing to getting back in front of a camera because i've i've honestly been a little nervous about it uh but this is a special day to to see show hey uh uh to la what do you say
2: (laughs) wow what a what a rhyme what a blue nation you got going on you have so much blue in this 10 years no matter how many if it's another 10 years as deferred it doesn't matter the 20 the 10-year period how many is a successful number of world series oh man
3: with this team that they have you know one of the narratives we had going on on my old show all last season it's like prime freddie freeman right now you have prime mookie bets right now yeah the pitching was trash but you have these dudes you have to reward them for staying with your team for signing yeah yeah they got a lot of money uh but this is this is a team that's built to win two three championships in the next four or five of course baseball playoffs crapshoot but um it's it's uh it's a team that's built in yeah Shohei isn't pitching but uh Andrew Friedman and and the Dodgers still have some money to spend and they have a whole lot of uh top trade uh chips and assets they can send around to get some other guys in there so um parade coming at you live in about a year's time <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's next so you know you already have fans in the chat here like hey do they go after someone like Dylan Cease it doesn't seem like they're going to land Yamamoto. If I had to guess, I certainly don't think that's going to be the case. There are other rich ball clubs. His contract at seven hundred mil proves, and I know it's a different. This is a different topic here because he's an icon and he represents a lot business wise. But I just don't see them you know, outspending the Mets and the Yankees and the Giants and 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 really, you know, whatever you want to call it, overpaying or outbidding them to land someone like him. There are plenty of other options, and you know this team needs pitching, and you know now they're not going to say thanks Shohei, now you're locked up with us for 10 years. We're just going to chill for the rest of the offseason and we'll just cross our fingers and hope that all the young starters just bang. And then also that all the injured pitchers come back and they're fully good to go, like a Walker Bueller, who we're excited to see. But the rotation was in shambles by the end of the season, correct? Oh
3: yeah, it was really bad. And you had, you know, granted, Bobby Miller, he's a beast, he's he's somebody who could be a future ace. Uh, Emmett Sheehan, you don't know a lot about Emmett Sheehan. Ryan Pepio missed most of the season. Has a chance to be a really good upside, you know, starter, but uh, when you're going into the playoffs and those are the guys you have, you start to really uh, you know, your hand trembles, you you're, you're you're nervous. You're really nervous and and you know, uh, yeah, yeah, the goat Clayton Kershaw uh, at the start of the the, the playoffs, there at the top of your rotation, but that was maybe fifteen percent of Clayton, and they got beat. So this team needs help. They need help bad. Um, and where Andrew Friedman works best, it's been a while. The last big free agent signing was Trevor Bauer, didn't quite work out for the team. Uh, but he Andrew Friedman, this team works in the trade market this is what they love this is why they they invest so much to uh player development so they could they could print their own money that way and go out and get some guys that they need and there are some intriguing names out on the uh on the trade market in the pitching front
2: so what uh what what does this mean that they start the season you know where the first game of of the dodgers season next year is right Yeah, yeah we're going to korea so March 20th, you're going to have to make a trip to Korea to be Shohei's debut. Is that kind of a bummer for a Dodger fan? Or is that kind of just, <laughs> uh, well, whatever, just live our live our lives?
1: No, can I just I jump mean... in here, Clint, to help? You get two debuts. You get like the international debut and then the domestic debut. Mm. Great for business. No?
3: I, I want to I, hear I wanna hear know
1: i agree with you kratzy man and
3: and we're best friends so i can call you kratzy i i you would hope for a little bit better uh than debuting at whatever it's going to be two three i forget what the time difference was supposed to be uh it's rough but uh you know i'll i'll take uh bronze positive light yeah you get a couple of big time debut debuts you got spring training you got the first time he's wearing a dodger uniform which is going to be ridiculously exciting and you you know, we do see that uh, coming this week. Uh, every debut, we get a chance. Every hey, Every day is a debut for Shohei. And if we have the first two games uh, with him as a DH in a Dodger uniform happening against the Padres in Korea, hey, who else gets to say that happened, I guess? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, All a question right, so for me. Oh, go ahead, go, go ahead.
2: ahead. I was just going to talk to him about the, the value thing that I talked about earlier. The fact that technically his output shohei is a value he is valued at 70 million dollars per year at you know 15 you know, his f war was 26.5 and that is a value comes out to 70 million dollars a year on the nose
3: that's uh i would like to be making that kind of money and and provide that kind of worth to my, uh, employee guess. And, uh, and Shohei also makes money just stepping on the field and existing, you know, whatever they're paying him per year, the Dodgers are going to get a gut back. You know, you look back a month or two ago, whatever exactly it was, uh, he, uh, the, the team made, you know, we'll call it a little shrewd move where they brought in, I, I forget the fella's name, but it was somebody who, who focuses on international marketing. So, um, you know all the occult signs that were up there in Anaheim. Come on down to uh, Los Angeles, and well, come on up to Los Angeles and have fun. Uh, they're going to be able to sell a lot of uh, a lot of ad space at uh, Dodger Stadium uh, of Shohei Otani, whatever they just just let him have
1: whatever he wants. But they'll be making money back. So, Clint, let's finish with this on the Dodger perspective. What do you want? What's the rest of the off season look like for the product on the field to be the best team in baseball on paper, at least entering the 2024 season. You need two pitchers. At least you need to get
3: two pitchers. If that is going to be a Corbin Burns, I would, I would not be surprised to see them uh, to see this, this front office do what they can to really they're pissed. They're pissed about the last couple of seasons. And we talked about this the last time I was on Um, they, they want Corbin Burns they want a Dylan Cease. They want those types. They're not going to get them both. They can go out and get one, and then you're going to see, you know, one or two of the Friedman-type signings, you know. Maybe it's not going to be a Noah Cindergaard, but it is going to be somebody that uh, has some upside that works with this team and gets better. Lucas Giolito, come on down. Uh, they're going to fill out this rotation with – They're. Into spring training with like seven or eight dudes and just let it figure itself out. That's what they love doing best. And then, hey, you wait. I don't know, three, four months into the season, call up Clayton, see where he's at. Um, you could be in a really good spot, but a couple more arms is where you're at. And um, don't be shocked to see them if they do get Corbin Burns or they do explore that side of uh, the market. Uh, Willie adamas is somebody who's been linked to this team for the last couple of years. Uh, they they would like to improve at the shortstop position. You got Gavin Lux coming off a major knee injury, and that that's a position that's an athletic position to have something where maybe your knee isn't feeling the most stable. Um, there's going to be some moves. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Uh, the Dodgers are not done.
1: No, it's it, yeah. Glass now. Cease. Um, B- glass now. Uh, Rosarena in
2: glass
1: now. Rosarena. Whoa, that's getting. Randy Wood, left green. field. Hey, uh, they should. They should push Chips in. This team knows how to develop prospects with the best of them, right? They draft and develop. They always pick towards the back of the draft, and it's still working mm-hmm. for them. So uh, I don't think they'll be shy. And, yeah, I agree. I think the trade market will be a pretty hot spot for them. And a lot of fans are like, Dylan Cease would be nice. And also, Dylan Cease actually is not very expensive, as we've talked about on our show a lot. He's, he's making less than 10 mil this year, and he's got the ability to be – a number one starter i also think you know a frankie montas those kind of upside i was hurt for a while yeah. but i used to be good kind of guys yeah you could definitely see that so Clint, great There's to have you on be- dude congrats to yeah they're, they're not done we're just getting started congrats to dodger nation um as in dodger fans like yourself um and we appreciate <laughs> you dude and we'll look out for uh your next steps all right appreciate you guys thank you clint <laughs> We'll post everything uh, that we talked about here so you can check it out on our Twitter. Give him a follow for sure on all the good Dodger perspective. Ron and Kratz with you. And next up, we are going to get someone that covered Shohei Ohtani as closely as anyone on the planet. Friend Sam Blum from The Athletic will join us soon. And he is going to give us on how and why this went down, what it means... In Anaheim, of course, which, you know, is not going to be a major storyline, Kratz, but it's a, it's a storyline because even though the wins weren't there, he carried that franchise. It was actually a successful franchise besides the wins and losses. I mean, they made a of cash. He really kind of, in my mind, put the angels on the modern map. It's just that they couldn't put a winning ballpark or winning ball club together for him. But we'll get the aftermath on that front and just how this affects the rest of free agency because a lot of fans are asking if this finally means we are going to have this flurry of moves. I believe the answer is yeah I think this will be the busiest transaction week of the entire offseason because Otani signs now teams on the next, you know, step below that that were going for him even if they didn't have a great chance, right? The Cubs, the Rangers, the Blue Jays, etc. they can be like, "All right, let's play ball. This is our budget. Let's go after other guys." You know? I mean, Otani for or excuse me, uh the Blue Jays for example, you don't get him you can't get Juan Soto now, so we'll see what Blue Jays, uh, the Blue Jays front office is up to. Look at Sam Blum, are right? joining us right now. You can follow him. Uh, we'll post everything about Sam on on to follow uh, uh, his account and his articles coming up here on the Athletic. Are you in Anaheim right now?
4: Yeah, I came out to the ballpark because I wanted to just kind of like see what the scene was like here. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fans, and there's still they still have the big Shohei Otani mural up.
1: Are they like say, posting they, thank you notes? Down? Are they
4: ripping it?
2: <laughs> What's that? Are they Is ripping it? No, down? Are they, <laughs> they doing a LeBron James?
4: I, I, or are I mean, they know, posting thank you notes? Know. I figure that the team will at some point soon, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Sam, first, before we get to the Angels part, tell me your reaction to A, Otani joining the other LA team, and B, the reaction to the money when you saw it? Because you followed this guy for years now.
4: Yeah, I mean, my, my reaction is that it makes a ton of sense, right? I mean, the, the Dodgers, I, you know, I always kind of thought if the Dodgers, like, won the World Series, it would complicate things because I, I never thought he'd be someone that would go for, uh, you know, go to a team that just won it all. So this kind of makes sense. I mean, their team, like the Angels, were maybe, you know, seven years ago that, that kind of needed something to get them over the hump. And, and it's just turned out that the Angels needed a lot more than him. Uh, but I, I think the Dodgers are a team that could just – you know, he's he's like a missing piece. I'm sure he senses that to some extent. Um, you know, he doesn't have to move really. He's he's in a in an area that's familiar to him, in you know, a media market that's very familiar to him. A lot of the people that are at Angels games are at Dodgers games. It's not it's not entirely different. So I think that there's, you know, I think that this made a lot of sense. It, it puts him in on a team that's competitive that can that can win a World Series as soon as next season. I mean, I, I think that with the Angels, they just didn't have that promise they didn't have you know that that pathway and and i don't know if they had 700 million dollars to offer him so i think all of that was a factor um and yeah i mean the, the money the money it's it's i think you know a lot of people will say that he can pay for himself in, in a lot of ways just because you know I mean, if you go to angels games you'll see it i mean you can see it on the highlights i mean there there are uh you know japanese advertisements all over the ballpark it's it's you know he's a conglomerate You know he's he's his own meaty empire and so that 700 million dollars is probably not nearly as expensive as it sounds
2: could he have gotten more had he not blown out his tommy john last year or whatever mysterious elbow injury he had i mean i didn't i don't i didn't hear anybody say 700 million i would have taken the under if somebody said 700 million
4: I would have too. And so that's a good question. I mean, could it, could, I mean, are we talking a billion dollars here if, it's, if it's pitching next year? I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, he's not that far off. Um, you know, listen, I think that the, that the Dodgers are paying for, for all the stuff we just talked about, like, you know, just what he brings to the team. I think that is a huge part of what's baked into the 700 million plus if the money's deferred. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're not necessarily putting yourself in a position where you can't keep spending. Uh, so I think that's a big part of this. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, you're right, I think that if, if he's pitching next year, he's worth probably a little bit more. I mean, and, and maybe that maybe that would have just been in the form of other teams kind of being part of a bidding war, to some imagine, that the pitching probably scared off at least one or two competitive teams in this. Well, that's just speculation, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it probably impacted it to some extent, but $1 million is, if you were to, have, like you said, if you were to ask me before that happened what what he would have made, I wouldn't have guessed $700 million. So this is, um, you know, I mean, he, he's getting paid Probably equal or somewhat close to what he would have made, regardless of this, of you know the pitching situation.
2: Now you've mentioned how all of this is like you know the Dodgers are going to easily capitalize on all his off-field stuff. Let's—I mean, I get it. I'm going to be Debbie Downer for the you know celebratory day for Dodger fans, but what if Shohei doesn't pitch? What if Shohei becomes a closer for the Dodgers? Is this contract still worth it if he wins? two mvps in the in the 10 years
4: i mean if he wins two mvps in the 10 years i think that's you know i mean listen that's that's pretty good uh but I, at the end of the day i mean yeah it's it's i think you'd have to look at, i mean it probably comes down to dollars and cents on that front like what what does he bring revenue wise i mean are you really compromising your future if, if he's not a pitcher if he's not as i mean if he's the kind of guy that's coming out an, an mvp type hitter every year Maybe someone that can also play in the outfield. He's, he's certainly adept and capable of doing that. I think that, you know, he's probably on par with an Aaron Judge type player. So, I mean, there's, you know, that, that, that I think is, you know, maybe one way that this can end up paying for itself. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's about to be 30 years old. I always say this, time is undefeated. He's coming off, an, I mean, people forget he's also coming off an oblique injury. That I think, you know, I think at the, that one thing that will be important is that the Dodgers and Otani need to be very careful about how often he's used. The Angels really put no restrictions on him, and and we saw the benefits of that for a long time. At the end, we also saw the dar- the drawbacks of it. And the biggest risk I think he has is just being so determined to play every single day that he puts himself in a position where he's he's straining his oblique, where he's going to need surgery. Where you know he's just he's just doing a little too much and feeling that pressure. You know, if the Dodgers maybe being more competitive, that that might be a little less of a concern. But it's uh, it, yeah. I mean, I I definitely think that you know this is a humongous humongous investment, and and. You know, once it's the de- money's deferred, people are going to be thinking about it for years and years after he's gone. So it's yeah, it'll be fascinating to see just how how well he performs. But you know, the w- is he worth it is going to kind of show up. I think on the uh, you know on the budget does, does he does he does he make more money than he kind of uh, costs.
1: And for the Dodgers, they usually are in a very comfortable playoff position, if not at times cruising through the division. I did feel that Sam at times, even this past season for sure, where. Shohei was like, I have to be on the field because I desperately want to play some postseason baseball. And at least for a time period, there was some hope there. But he knew that if he's not playing, it's just a disaster, right? It's a team that's calling guys up super early. There's not a lot of depth. There were a lot of injuries. There's turmoil going on behind the scenes. There's not pitching. So I don't think he's going to feel that with the Dodgers. What else did you get out of him clues wise over the past year? I know obviously he hasn't spoken to the media in like four or five months, but did you at least get the sense that winning was important to him? So if he liked the location and if the money was going to be there, this made all of the sense in the world. And this is why most people had the Dodgers as the front runner. Cause for me, I keep saying this Sam, the one thing I got out of him was sure. The money's going to be there. The World Baseball Classic was so fun because he played meaningful baseball on an international stage and not just regional regular season. Still got picked up by a large audience, but more for his individual accomplishments and not for actually winning, right? No October baseball yet from the LeBron of our sport. That's not fun for us, and it wasn't fun for him.
4: Yeah, I mean, listen, I, the the, the Dodgers, he won't feel this. I don't think he'll feel this type of pressure with the Dodgers to to necessarily have to do every single thing and and, you know i mean i I think back to um you know their doubleheader against detroit which is probably the greatest day you know Tony angels tenure where he he pitched a complete game shutout in game one and then in game two it's two home runs but he came out people forget he came fourth inning of that game just because he was exhausted and like that that is like kind of where i look at the beginning and the end of his time with the angels because it just he you know after that he kind of got hurt wasn't pitching the same wasn't you know necessarily maybe hitting the same and so you know it's it's like, and I also think back to 2021 at the end of the season where he actively said, like, you know, I think, it was, I think he was asked, do you like playing here? Do you like playing with the Angels? And he said, I like the team. I like my teammates. I like the fans. But, you know, more than anything, I want to win. And, and here we are now two years later, and that came to fruition pretty clearly. I mean, this is I, – I mean, we're not going to know why he made this decision until he says why he made this decision. But I have a hard time believing – I have a hard time separating the Angels' inability to put together a competitive team with his deciding to leave uh, Anaheim, and and he's he's pretty much he's outlined it. He said it. I mean, for as little as he's talked the last two years, three years, pretty clear about wanting to win. And uh, the the question is always how important is that on the on his list? And today, that it's pretty important.
2: It's important, but people are gonna say, well, he still went and got the money. And as we've yeah. said, you know, this may actually be a value. So he went from the team that hasn't made the playoffs in in. 10 seasons coming up on the anniversary of the 2014 sweep at the hands of the Royals to a team that's made it for the last 11 seasons. But my question is, okay, does Shohei signing with the Dodgers grow the game as a whole more than if he had signed with, you know, let's just say the top four teams that were there, Dodgers, Blue Jays, Angels, or Cubs? Does this grow the game the most?
4: You know, I, I've i always kind of, like, pushed back on some of that stuff because I think that, like, what we've seen from Otani, like, he transcends the team that he's on in a lot of ways. Um, now, I mean, obviously the Dodgers have a bigger fan base. They have more people that are coming to their games that, that will have more eyeballs. I mean, you know, if you, you watch ESPN, I mean, they're, they're playing almost every Sunday night. Like, it's it's a it's a bigger. I mean, for the Angels are in the LA market, I guess, but they're not an LA team, and and the Dodgers are Los Angeles. I mean, that's is there you know the celebrities go to their games. It's it's a, it's a bigger deal for sure. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I still will kind of stand by the the thought that I just think that Otani, no matter what team he's on, whether that's the the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, the Reds, the Pirates, I, I really think that he that he would garner the same type of attention because of just how spectacular, how international, how you know, all the dynamics that kind of come into play with, with what he brings to the table. That being said, I mean, there's an obvious advantage. I'm sure Major League Baseball is thrilled that he's going to a team that has Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. I mean, this is going to be an incredible super team, I think. I mean, God's on favorite to win the World Series, obviously, I think. So it'll be fascinating to see, you know, what that team could do. to do And, and, and you know, when, when they're playing October baseball and, and he's a part of it, I think that's really where it grows the game.
1: Dodgers PR is going to have a, a good... Good time here. Imagine uh, PR request. Hey, we want to talk to Otani about that wild game last night. We what about like Mookie or Freddie or when Kershaw? If if he ends up there again, like, you know, I really want to Otani. Like, are you sure? No Mookie bets. No, this, the new best second baseman. Um, last one for you here, Sam. Uh, so you posted how you know the last three seasons, this team finishing seventy-seven wins, seventy-three wins, seventy-three wins. Really not that close to the playoff contention talked over the past couple of years about the idea of trading Otani. It never formulated. We already got the guarantee this off season from Perry Manasian that they will 100% not trade Mike Trout. How much has not just not supporting these franchise legacy players been a problem, but then not knowing when to let go so that they can actually finally build a support around the superstars that they do and did have
4: yeah i mean i definitely look at trout's situation and otani's situation is very different Uh, i think that otani had you know you could have made a very good case that the Angels should have traded him uh and i understand the reluctance to do so but i mean here we are now in a position where they probably you know regret doing everything they did at the deadline last year not only because you know otani is now a dodger but also because i mean they traded away a lot of their you know prospects their top prospects uh, and you know this is not for it to really trade away prospects. So I, I I I completely agree with everything you just said. I mean this is a franchise that has just not necessarily understood what it takes to get there. I mean that they they, they are focused I think on very you know superficial things in a lot of ways. There and the Dodgers are I think a perfect example of a franchise that gets. That it's important to be well-rounded it is important to be developing your minor league system it's important to be spending significant amounts on your payroll you know it's important to have the you know Dodger Stadium as a facility in of itself but you know they have the you know the infrastructure throughout their player development minor league system I, I just think that there's a lot of things that the Dodgers have shown they can do consistently and the reason why they've you know like you said been to the playoffs for you know more than a decade now that the Angels just haven't been able to do and and I don't know when the Angels will be good again. I think that they kinda of close their eyes every year and hope that it gets better and, and it just isn't, right? Like they I, I love I love the hire of Ron Washington, but I really I'm curious if they're gonna give him the tools, to, you know, actually put a winning team on the field. For as good of a manager as he might be. You know, you need players, you need infrastructure, you need all these things. And so the question with the Angels will always be when do they real, when does Artie Moreno realize that that's what's required to be successful here because I think they're trying to they're trying to you know restart 2002 in a lot of ways but you know you got to you got to adapt I mean it's 2024 so this is that's what they need to do they did so much that needs to get a you know put into this organization that's not there right now
2: a last one for me and it's completely speculation I guess from you because you're around Shohei and the Angels with everything that's gone on how much do you think the Angels are going to say that they offered Shohei Otani?
4: Oh, man, I don't know what they're going to say or not say, or if they're going to say anything on that front. I mean, I, I'm very curious to, to get a little. I mean, I want to get some more background on kind of how they <laughs> how they handled this, because once 700 was brought up, I mean, it's that's I know already spends on big name free agents, but man, 700. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I really don't. That would have been a significant uh, payday for for any Angels player. I mean, listen, if I had to guess, i I'd be guessing they only to go up to like. This is just purely my speculation, and not based on yep. anything. I would have guessed like 500, you know, 50. That's like a guess, you know, just a lot, you know, a lot of things. But it's it's it's. I, I can't imagine 700. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I don't want to you know speak ever what they did or didn't do because it's at this point it's just not it's not something I'm aware of.
1: Yeah. Artie's going to go one billion and they're going to be like, one billion what? <laughs> I don't know, but it was it's one billion, billion something. Good, he, yeah. <laughs> he might put out the uh, the press release like or, or the words that the Brewers did, Mark Atanasio, you left us, you let the city of Anaheim down by taking more money Yes, content. Yeah. How that dare you give up on us?
2: That <laughs> Artie's not going <laughs> to talk. So I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> Drop the phone, but don't. But Sam, you're awesome. Thanks for jumping on. What a freaking day. It's crazy. Um, And you can follow Sam Blum at Sam Blum 3 on Twitter and all of his articles, too, on The Athletic. Really appreciate his time. And nice I'm guys. being told that Ken Rosenthal, thank you, Sam. Ken Rosenthal will be joining us soon. So uh, I'll rack up some questions for Ken as well. But you are definitely, this is actually the next part here. You're definitely going to be entertained still, fans, because teams were told to be quiet. They did. Shohei Otani's camp was quiet. But when you have someone like Ken, right, the top insider in the sport, now getting to work and talking to his team sources, you're going to get really interesting details about what the pitch was like, what other teams were offering or were going to offer if he was interested. Why wasn't he interested in certain ball clubs? All of that is going to come out and it's going to be fascinating, right? There are already people circulating why the New York teams weren't really in play for him or he didn't want them in play for him to an extent. So, of course, Seattle's going crazy right now, wondering what could be because they took themselves, it appeared, out of the race very early on for Shohei Otani. Dude, kratzy. There's so much. There are going to be basically like books of inside articles coming on uh, over the next couple of weeks here about how this process went down because we know almost nothing in fact we got more fake news than real news from people that started running with things
2: but, i mean that is it's really incredible it's inc- like the numbers the whole process of it the process of it for me is like i'm always interested and and i talked to john Carlos stanton about this because i am like super interested in like knowing when he signed his contract for 325 million, they come to him and say, like fans I think sometimes think they come to him and say, hey, 325 million, and G's like, what? Yeah, okay, cool. No, everybody has their number. When you get to 700 million, where did they start? Where did the Dodgers start? Did the Dodgers say we're not going to give you an offer until you get other offers? Did did they go to them and say, I Do not want to disrespect you and say, hey, this is what we think you're worth, and you don't like the number? I want to hear what other teams are gonna say. I want to hear what the Blue Jays, the Cubs, the Giants are going to offer you. And we want to show you by the amount that we offer you how much we want to give you. And did they say, you know, did let's say somebody said six million? Let's say that the, the Rodgers, you know, they dipped into their dipped into their Left pocket, not both pockets, into their left pocket of all their, you know, their communications monopoly that they have in Canada, and they said six hundred million, and they went back to the Dodgers and go, "Uh, well, the Angels, I mean, the Blue Jays said six hundred million, and the Dodgers were like, well, we were thinking like six fifty, and Shohei was like, well, what about seven fifty, and the Dodgers said, okay, well, what about seven hundred, and Shohei's like, I think I look good in blue. Like I wanna know that whole process of how it worked, how it went down.
1: And it appears that deferrals are in play, which some fans are throwing out there. I, I will respond with, he's still getting $700 million in his bank account at some point. Yes, it does bring the actual value down a little bit you'll get that at some point someone will find out what that looks like hey let's get right to it right now your insider ken rosenthal on with us it finally happened ken your reaction show hey going to the front runner all along in many minds and also the money had you didn't it
0: it's only a surprise scott in the sense that there was so much talk about the blue jays in recent days real or imagined and yes the money is the biggest surprise in all of this and i remember. The day after it was announced he would need elbow surgery, I wrote a column saying he's still getting at least $500 million. And fans and readers reacted as if I had said something outrageous. Well, those fans were right to rip me because I was $200 million off. And the fact of the matter is, this is the richest deal in Major League history. And Scott, you made a good point there. The deferrals are key. And we don't know the breakdown yet and how the deferrals will work. It sounds like they're massive deferrals because they want to help the Dodgers with the CBT and with cash flow. That was the narrative that has been put out there that this was Otani's idea. He wants to help the team be as competitive as possible while he is there. What the deferrals will do is lower the present day value of the deal. My guess it's going to be around $500 maybe even less when the deferrals are factored in. But, Scott, you're right as well. It's $700 billion. It's the richest deal in sports history. It's a big thing for Major League Baseball. And I'm about to post a column questioning whether it's good for the game or bad for the game. And people are going to howl as they always howl with these contracts, especially when they are done by large clubs. But, in my opinion, this is good for the game. He is going to the nation's second largest media market. He's going to get massive exposure Not that it couldn't have happened in Toronto, but it would not have happened in the same way. So we've got Soto in New York. We've got Otani in L.A. And for all the people watching and listening who are fans of small market teams, I will only say to you, money does not guarantee success in this sport. It never has and never will. Last year, the Orioles, 29th largest payroll in the game, win the big bad AL East. Diamondbacks, 21st payroll. In the game, opening day payrolls I'm citing here, they go on to the World Series, beating the Dodgers and Phillies along the way. Nothing is guaranteed here except, of course, the money going to Otani. This is still a highly competitive sport. It's tougher for the small markets. There's no question about that. There's no sense hiding from it. But I'm not going to sit here and say the sport is crumbling. If anything, I would suggest the sport is on the verge of a renaissance
2: know there's so much that i need to unpack but the first thing you said was you know we don't know where the blue jays were all those like last three days so much is there a process for you to sift through everything that was false and real and are we going to be able to sift through how real the blue jays were in the coming days and weeks and months or is it just going to be conjecture and ah uh, they'll say we offered this and showed him that kind of thing
0: well Sportsnet in Canada has already reported the Jays offered more than 500 million. So I take that as a solid report. Sportsnet is a very credible outlet. They, in fact, are owned by Rogers, the owners of the Blue Jays. So when you ask about the process the last few days and sifting through it, it's difficult, obviously, to try to find out what's going on. I had a credible source yesterday tell me it was Toronto, and I checked it and was told no, we're... We do not have a decision. So, obviously, there were some bad reports out there. There's no question about that. And I know fans get really upset, and rightly so. We're supposed to be accurate. We're supposed to be right. I've been there myself, and it's the worst feeling in the world. And when you're up in this environment, this Twitter real-time environment, unfortunately, mistakes are going to happen. Everyone makes mistakes in their jobs. Granted, these were big mistakes. I'm not excusing them but ultimately we get to the real story which is Dodgers 700 million and all of the shenanigans of yesterday will quickly be
2: forgotten
1: and the number is so large that it does stand out as not even just a sports story for fans in sports that don't even care about baseball it is a global news story that that's right money like this is spread right and that is positive PR for the game, whether the league likes that now Juan Soto's contract might be a little nicer for him. If he has an MVP type season with the Yankees um, and that leads to another bidding war, whatever the attention on the sport right now, based on this situation alone, right on a Saturday in early December is wild. Um, so I agree. A lot of I agree with yeah, that. Go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say that this does transcend the sport. Baseball is to some degree a niche sport. There's no question about that. It's not the national pastime the way it once was. And things like this elevate the sport. Now, I know it's frustrating, again, for fans in certain markets, but this is a big deal. And it's a thing that makes people stand up and pay attention. And going forward, it's going to have the same effect. We're going to want to watch the Dodgers now. We always wanted to watch them anyway, but they become even more compelling. No World Series titles in a full season since 1988. They just brought this guy in to get them there. They've got Freeman. They've got Betts. When will Otani pitch again? How will he pitch again? Will he be even better as a hitter in this lineup than he was with the Angels and as he gets deeper into his prime years? These are all things that we'll be really paying attention to. And yes, Scott, you hit it on the head. Casual fans as well are going to follow this guy because he's such a unique figure in the sports history a unique figure in the history of sports, period. No one in our sport has ever done what he has. And for that reason, he transcends everything.
1: And I'll also point out that being around the game, as all of us are, us three here, we see how the Dodgers operation runs. If you do power rankings, which at one point you did talk about what some of the best organizations look like in terms of how they run on every front, right? Not just wins on the field, but from a business perspective component, marketing, everything. He does join a team that will know how to promote him correctly, which is important again for our sport when we care about our sport. So now everyone wants to know, Oh, speaking of our sport, if you look at, I keep saying the top 50 ish free agents or like the athletic has top 40. I think there's still only like five to seven that have actually come off the board. And everyone just keeps wondering now that this has happened, And the Blue Jays have to do something and have expressed that they have money to spend, maybe not Otani type money, Giants, Yankees, Mets, Yamamoto coming up. Do you see, I know you can't completely predict anything on this front, but do you see this week suddenly being a flurry now that we got that massive name and money out of the mix?
0: No question. The winter meetings are effectively about to begin. And the action that we might have seen last week and didn't, it's coming. It's coming because it's inevitable. There are trade discussions that have been going on for months now. There are free agent discussions going on since the end of the season. And the entire sport, it seems, has been on hold in a way that in my 35-plus years, whatever it is now, I have never seen. I've never seen the offseason come to a standstill like it has in recent days because everyone is waiting for this particular chip to fall. It has widespread ramifications for designated hitters, for relief pitchers, for starting pitchers. The whole thing is going to open up now. The dam will break. And yes, we're going to see a flurry of activity. Look at the Dodgers, just alone. They need to add starting pitching. Otani's not pitching next year. So I expect them to trade for a starter in the next few days. I expect things to really start to percolate.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Okay, so on that front, with L.A., how do you think this changes their offseason now, Ken? Because... Um, like you mentioned there, and we've talked about it already today for a couple hours, their pitching fell apart by the end of last season. They have young names. Um, Do you think they'll be active in the trade market? Because you don't bring in Shohei Otani right now and just say, coming Shohei. And we know the Dodgers already have a good team, but they do have significant holes to fill. And maybe if it's not Yamamoto, do you see the Dodgers being super aggressive now that they have the entire world staring at them?
0: Yes, of course. And, They didn't enter into this agreement with Otani with the idea that somehow they were just going to have him and nobody else. When you do something along these lines, something of this magnitude, you obviously have other plans to make your team as good as possible. And again, with the deferrals in this contract, the idea is to give the team a measure of payroll flexibility that will enable them to be what they want to be. Yes, they need starting pitching. There's no question about that. I'm sure they will get it.
1: Okay, last one from me, Ken. What do you? Who do you think are the losers in all of this? I mean, if the Blue Jays were seriously in play, I thought Juan Soto would have been a nice name for them to look to as a consolation prize for a team that's clearly in win-now mode and needs offense. There's not a lot of offense on the table with that a lot. And then also on the other side, we felt this. I know you did too. There was no way that he was going to go back to the Angels and play there for the rest of his career and be in a position where he doesn't know if he's ever going to sniff the playoffs. So who do you think kind of loses on this side of what just happened?
0: The Blue Jays, for sure. They certainly tried hard. They gave it a good effort. And for reasons that we've written about at The Athletic, they had a lot of motivation here because of the $300 million renovation of their ballpark. The premium seats that they're adding, they want to make sure they fill that place and justify the expense. So, yes, they're a loser. The Giants, again, they struck out on a star. Now, obviously, I don't know the efforts to win to None of us do just yet. And they have a long offseason to go. There's plenty more that can be done. But this was someone that we all all linked to the Giants for quite some time and thought that they would be a major player. I imagine they were to an extent. They met with Otani. But at the same time, they're still looking for that guy, that one person. Maybe it's Yamamoto who is going to kind of give them that marquee name that they've been missing. They also need, of course, to just improve the quality of the team. That's the most important thing. But this is a team that needs some juice. And I expect them to be aggressive. Maybe they do Jung-Hoo Lee and Matt Chapman. Maybe they do Bellinger, Yamamoto. There are a number of ways they can go. But for now, yes, they are a team that missed out on this. The Cubs, I don't know how seriously they were in it. I don't know if they really ever expected to land Otani, but the other losers we should mention are those in the NL West because it becomes that much more difficult. The Rockies are the Rockies. The Diamondbacks are getting better, and they were pretty darn good last year. They only should be on the rise. The Giants we just discussed a little bit, and the Padres are reducing payroll. So this obviously is a blow to those teams, but – We've seen the Dodgers win the regular season before and we've also seen them fail in the postseason and that is going to be really compelling now to see a guy who is not in the postseason try to elevate their chances in October.
2: Narrative has been that Shohei wants to win. You saw it in the WBC the few times, even dating back to 2021, he talked about how great it was to be with the team. He wants to win, but he likes his teammates and all that stuff. So the narrative, he speaks a little bit about nothing and he says he wants to win does this contract show he wants to win or that he went for the money
0: no both he did go for the money
4: obviously (laughs) he's
0: getting 700 million but again the idea that was put out about him having the idea for the deferrals and being willing to accept the deferrals to help with cash flow to help with the luxury tax that only shows even more that he wants to win because he's joining a team that has won and i'm sure will win again and he's also taking steps eric to help them in the future and again we don't know the details yet i'm kind of anxious to see what those details are because they will tell us a lot but indeed, this is all true and that what the sources are telling us is true that the deferrals were his idea and that they will be massive significant and the majority of his salary that's a big step. And that does show, in addition to joining this team, that he wants to win. He basically got all of it. He got the money. He got the, comp- the competitive advantage by joining the Dodgers, and he's helping them enhance that advantage, seemingly, at least of what we've been told, by agreeing to the terms that he did.
1: And just based on the finalists we saw last time around, it does seem like the West Coast is the spot for him too. So I know, I guess Toronto was in play, but I just kind of felt like he wanted to stay in California. And We'll get to Mariners fans at some point this week too. But Ken, appreciate the time for jumping in and uh, we'll talk to you later this week. Looking forward to all the details spilling out. Thanks guys. Thank you. Ken Rosenthal jumping on with us on a special edition breaking news here on FT Live. If you just woke up five seconds ago, Shohei Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger, 10-year, 700 million. And as we wrap things up here, we've been waiting for this moment for a long time. We have, as our group, been around for almost one year. And since day one of Foul Territory launching, it was already a storyline. We basically launched when the World Baseball Classic began. And Shohei Otani was the topic not just for playing and not just for eventually going up against Trout and winning for Team Japan, but also for playing competitive baseball on a national stage, on a global stage in that sense, that we hadn't seen before. So finally it's happening. And the, the only bet I can feel pretty good about right now, because you know I'm a betting mancrats, is that Shohei Otani go another what five years without wondering what it's like to play meaningful baseball in October. Okay? The Dodgers might not win. Like Ken said a lot a lot of shit can go down. But he will be playing October baseball. Make no doubt about it. Okay? Agreed?
2: I'm already I'm I'm already like I got thinking about like him walking out and like just knowing he's out there. Like his his moment, you know, you go back as a player the first time you got to be I got to be involved in the playoffs and you just like the fact that this is the greatest player we'll ever see in my lifetime and he's going to get to experience that. I think that is awesome. The first thing you said when you said, "Ah, unless you've been under a rock or whatever you said, like Shohei Otani, you were recapping the fact that he signed, like everybody pretty much knows now. I texted Mike Moustakis and I want you to know what Mike Moustakis said. He goes, I said, I said, you want to come on and talk about Shohei? And he said, "Ah, I'm at a birthday party. What did he do? (laughs) I said, I said, well, have a great birthday party. $700 million. He said, damn, show, go for it. Like, that's it. Just a player that didn't know about it. His first reaction on text, 700 million dollars
1: and he just played with him you know it's not just a player
2: yeah he's yeah.
1: he
2: calling him show
1: that's crazy so appreciate everyone for jumping on with us again this was awesome to get multiple guests and finish strong with our guy ken rosenthal who of course we'll talk to you again this week as more details spill as we get all the tea on what happened with Otani and with other teams. FT Live, is, as usual, weekdays, 1 to 3 Eastern. So we'll see you on Monday for some craziness. Please load up questions for us because we'll answer as many as we can uh, throughout the week coming up. We'll bring on guests about Otani, but you can hit us up at Foul Territory Show on most social platforms. It's different on Twitter. It's at Foul Territory TV, but you know, Instagram DMs, TikTok, Uh, podcast. We'll put some podcasts out on this as well. So please hit us up and we'll answer those questions. Smash a like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Um, We appreciate the support. And damn, Shohei Otani is going to be a freaking Los Angeles Dodger for the next decade. Let that sink in. $700 million.
2: (laughs) If I'm a free agent, I kind of have to say, if I'm one of those top marquee five guys, Pitcher pitcher wise, I want to hear what they have to say. Somebody, um, it was Clint Clint Pas- Pasi earlier, yes, said Giolito. Giolito's sitting there like, uh eh, I'm gonna need more from the Dodgers. Like he's like, wait, the Dodgers want me? Yeah, I'll go and play there for a prove it year. I'll go and play there for four years, 60 million. Like they fix everybody. Like they are the dude. Chris Archer like
1: retired just to run office.
2: <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you yeah,
1: exactly. I'm not saying it's just for Otani, but they're they're going to be able to convince a lot of people to join the party. Be a ticket usher in Anaheim and be like calling up the Dodgers. Hey, uh, you have any openings? I know the commute what? might be extended by an extra 45 for me based on wherever they live in uh, the Southern California area, but. Who, do, who wants to miss this shot at history, at witnessing it on a daily level?
2: The last, the last thing I'll say, the, the narrowing to be out there on Twitter, haters, all that stuff, they're going to say, oh, the rich get richer. No. You look into how the Dodgers have run their organization, how they've treated people throughout the entire time. It is not the rich getting richer. It is people investing in people getting more and more.
1: Also, keep in mind, and we talk about this all the time, like Frank McCord on the team previously, he didn't spend money like this, okay? And that you don't spend money like this unless you're A, making money like this, and B, your franchise valuation is going up, okay? And this is a good lesson. Always pissed off fans that we have therapy sessions with, but this is a good lesson for everyone on the health of the sport. It's not like the Dodgers are just on their own planet. They might be now based on the investment that they just made on an asset, but they are not on their own planet. Many teams make a ton of money, and sometimes you have to take a little bit out of your own paycheck as a billionaire and put it back into your franchise, and not every team does that, but the Dodgers consistently do that. They were waiting for this moment. They pounced. They made sure they had the best offer and that they put a competitive product on the field every day and have the reputation where a player can come over there and feel like he is going to be treated like gold. He is going to be taken care of. He is going to be around people that have one goal in mind and that's winning for Dodger fans. So with that, drop the mic. Have a great weekend, everyone, and a lot more of this coverage coming for you on FT Live during the week. Congrats to the Dodgers and to Shohei. 700
2: 18 plus.